Welcome everybody to episode number 64 of Biting the Bullet. I hope that's fucking right. Uh, <laughs> Who gives a shit? We're already introing. We're doing this. No. I'm joined with my co-host Typo. Hey. And it's me, your boy Luke. And uh, this week's been pretty fucking eventful. Um, we kind of turned into like a current affairs podcast. I know, dude. But there's always something going on. There's, there's like always... a lot. Well, it's 2020. I feel like everything is a current affairs podcast. Mm-hmm. But it's like fucking wild right now. Yeah. Um, Libertarian still trash. Yep. Monium nitrate makes a big boom. Yes. <laughs> and getting people off a of death row is pretty cool. Yes. As long as they're innocent. As long as they're innocent. <laughs> <laughs> Um, did I miss any? No. All right, that's the fucking show. I hope you guys enjoyed. <laughs> We're done. We're done. Um, yeah, that's the fucking overview of today. Um, I let's just start with this Austin Peterson thing. Okay. I know a lot of people are probably already done talking about it, but it was literally yesterday when since we've been shooting this. Yeah. So by the time you guys hear it on Sunday, you'll be even more annoyed. But I don't give a shit. I think it's something that we should talk about because this is a lot of the shit that we've been talking about. Yeah. In general, where it's like, you know, just because you label yourself a libertarian doesn't mean you're a fucking libertarian. Yeah. Um, and I, then the, it's hard, too, because, like, I mean, most of it's not that I don't, like, I disagree with Austin Peterson on, like, everything he says. Yeah. Because a lot of stuff I do agree with what he says. It's just hard when, like, especially. On a situation so, like that. Well, yeah. Well, it's hard when someone that, like, Especially when you first got in the Liberty community and you looked up to that person. And it's not that I don't, like, I'm not going to, like, look at his views or, like, not listen to the guy anymore. But yeah, but it's just, like, you introduced me to something that I actually truly believe in. Yeah. So then when you so hear... So it sucks. So basically... Uh, For those that don't know. It was on Twitter and it was, like, I forgot who shared it, but some article about um, the two nukes that we dropped on Japan Yeah, because it's the 75th anniversary yes, this last week. Yeah, that's right. And uh, um, basically, the article is saying that America still has never apologized for dropping the nukes. Back-to-back World War Two World War champs. And uh, and Austin Tweederson, uh, Peter... <laughs> Austin, Austin Tweederson. Peterson tweeted basically that uh, if you apologize, it would give you the impression that you did something wrong. Yeah. And that's and, where it started. And that's where it kind of started. It's like, like I, I mean, even, even like the argument that like it was uh, necessary to like in the war. There's like things that you can see that can possibly debunk that. But there's plenty of information there that says yeah, that you can debunk that. But my problem wasn't really that it. It wasn't even <clears throat> that it was necessary or unnecessary. Yeah, my my problem is that they've kind of were labeling it as a good thing, and I've seen yeah. other people say it too that this was a good thing. Yeah. And it's like even in because they see good and evil as necessary and unnecessary. Mm-hmm. That's how a lot of people justify it. And it's like, yeah, no, you can. There's, there's, there's been plenty of necessary things that were pure evil. Yeah, for sure. You know, things and that, that doesn't. Be, yeah, that doesn't mean it's right. Yeah, it doesn't necessary yeah. for the time. Doesn't mean 
it was morally correct. Yeah, I don't understand how that is a good thing. And a lot of people's argument was that, well, basically that if we didn't drop the bomb, we would lose more we, lives. We would have to either lose more lives on both sides, or that we would cost more American lives to end the war. So rather them suffer the consequences than us. And even which is still a fucking garbage argument. Yeah, that's like terrible. down to the that's the lesser of two evils argument that mm-hmm. we talk about all the time. And yeah, I really actually kind of really thought about it. And the best example that I came up with is like, say you're in a neighborhood and you have two families that don't like each other, and the head of each family both send their kids to fight amongst it in the streets, and then, um. The uh, one of the so the families are fighting their kid or their kids are fighting in the streets while the heads of the household are chilling at home watching it happen, and then one of the households decides that this war is too much, so we're going. Because he doesn't want to go to, to the other kid. Yeah, so we're going to bomb the neighbor's house, that's not even really associated with the war necessarily. They just live next to each other, and then the war is over, and it's like okay, like that's. That's good because we ended a war. And it's like, well, yeah. what about all those people's lives you just yeah. ruined? Well, and that's and the, like, they weren't even really involved with the conflict necessarily. Yeah, and one of Austin Peterson's biggest thing was, well, everybody else kept saying it wasn't even militarily strategic. Yeah. It was over the cent- the epicenter of cities. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it was military. He kept arguing it was militarily strategic because they were those their navy was ported in those sit like yeah. around those yeah. places and it's really hard to drop a bomb or from a B-52 bomber and it's like it's still not a fucking argument bud yeah, like, like I'm sorry like that it's it does not it still does not make it right yeah like, and I'm not like even not even arguing necessity like if it was necessary or unnecessary not even arguing that yeah with hindsight, with hindsight, we know that that was a very wrong thing to do. Yeah. Like, like you should know that. Like, there's no good in what we did. Yeah. No like, matter... Even if, even if you say it's necessary, there's you, no good in that. No. Well, and that, I mean, that's the thing that we... T- everybody... And I think Jared fucking said it, but everybody glorified... Like, the more... The most glorification that we get from in a, in the United States for war is from World War Two. Yeah, it's like sure. we did nothing wrong because there was a great enemy. It was the Nazis, and absolutely they we were got absolutely attacked, horrendous. And that's how we got into the yeah. war. And then you uh, there's but he was even given uh, part of the uh, the uh, fourteen point memo that I talked about before. The, yeah, or it wasn't for I think it was fourteen points, but it wasn't called the fourteen point memo. It was some admiral's memo, and he was like, "If you want Japan to fucking yeah, basically steps. If you want to get out the yeah, steps the steps to get Japan to get to Japan attack. to attack. Yeah, and one of those steps was porting everybody in fucking Hawaii. Yeah, and then putting on embargoes on oil. Uh, yeah, exports to Japan. Yep, and all those other things, and it was like, yeah, that's how like they did the steps, and two months or three months after the last step was done. Mm-hmm. We were attacked by Japan. So, I mean, if you rattle a dog's cage, do you not expect it to fight back? Mm-hmm. Like, are we... And I think I, Yeah, I, and that's not justifying Japan's actions no, in any not. way. No, it's not. It doesn't make Japan's actions yeah, right or wrong. Yeah, it's the same thing. 
It's the same thing. Is if they bought But at that point, if you want to argue necessity, was it necessary for us to get involved? Mm-hmm. I don't really think so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, like, that's the thing. I don't know, but I know, like, like, I don't know what we should have done necessarily. I can point out hypocrisies. It's over. Mm-hmm. But I know that I can point out what was wrong. Yeah. Like, even if you can say that was good for America, like, okay, but... Or the world or whatever. Or the, whatever yeah. your argument is, whether it, like, it was, like, the whole... Ne- I just hate the necessary, unnecessary yeah. argument because it's like, yo, dude, that's not what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not even arguing about the, the at- atomic bomb being dropped. Like, it happened. There's nothing I can do about it. I can look back and say that it was wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's easy for me to do that because there was countless civilian lives that had nothing to do with anything. Mm-hmm. And if you look at most of those islands, they've been overtaken. Most I mean, Shit, we were in Japan and they don't even... We were in Okinawa and they don't even consider themselves Japanese. Yeah. And you know, like Nagasaki, Hiroshima, I don't, I don't know at the time if they consider them Japanese, but we're talking about 2000... What? 13, 14, and 15 when we were yeah. in Japan where they didn't even consider them Japanese and yeah. they were Okinawan. They were a precinct of Japan because they were taken over by Japan. So, yeah. like, I bet you most of the southern islands of Japan probably believe very similarly in that. And, you know, what about all the people conscripted to service in Japan that didn't want to fight in that war because yeah. they didn't agree with the, with the imperial generals? You can't just condemn an entire country's civilian population for the actions of a few at the very top. Yeah, I mean... It goes back to the same thing, the Black Lives Matter movement that we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the same thing. You can't just condemn all these people mm-hmm. that literally don't have any, like, associate, like true association to the top-down leadership. Because that they been, live there. Just because they live there. Like, they were... Because they were born there. Like, how, you can't control that where you're yeah. born. Like, in... That's the same thing with the concentration camps during World War Two. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know. I just don't understand the i the idea that like harming basically innocent people to get was good. the end goal is a good thing. And it's like that that's terrible. Like that's terrible. Even if you got your goal, it's like at what cost? Yeah. And like I just never understood that. Like. Like, obviously, if you didn't know this, um, I was, me and Luke are very against the bombs being dropped in uh, Japan, but even the come from the argument that it was, like, a good, or if they, that America didn't do anything wrong, and it's like, well, I just don't... It doesn't even, like, It doesn't compute up. in my head. Yeah, it doesn't, like, like... I can't even, like, I understand the arguments people make. And like the whole like, well, it's either them or us. Like honestly, it's not a bad argument to no. make. No, and I understand it. War. But there's and like it th- doesn't just justify it as a good. And yeah, and that's and the the argument that it was them or us literally only comes from the fact of Truman absolutely not knowing anything that his admirals and his generals were saying mm-hmm. at the time. Because if you you can, there's plenty plenty of quotes from those admirals. And those generals saying, we did not need to drop those bombs because yeah, they were already ready. There was already, you know, like not – there was rumors but a little bit more, um, you know. Misinformation? No, less information. Mm. Like there was a little bit more information than just rumors going on that 
Japan was making a treaty with Russia. And mm-hmm. that's my other thing was because Russia had a declared war on Japan at that point. Yeah. So it was and that was the big that was one of the big things. And so they were making a treaty with Russia. And I'm, honestly, I think it was about it, it goes back to American imperialism. We didn't want them to we didn't want them to treaty with Russia. We wanted them to treaty with us. We'd been the ones yeah. fighting them for the last four years. And we wanted and we wanted Russia and China to be scared of us. And, well, that I mean, also it's just a show of force, but also like Japan already agreed to some sort of peace agreements. It just wasn't complete immunity. Like yeah. the emperor wanted immunity, and we still gave that to him. And yeah, that's the thing. That was the big. That was like after one of the we dropped two big bombs things, on. and was the argument talking. for doing it was yeah. because they were not complicit with our uh, absolute demands. absolute demands. And I mean, they were. Like literally surrendering just with different demands, so they dropped two bombs on them, and then I and mean, after I'm the sure first one, after I, the first one, they sent out another like letter, or whatever, to start another treaty mm-hmm. because they got bombed by a fucking atomic bomb, and they were trying to get another treaty signed. Like, yo, we're surrendering. Yeah. And then they dropped another one and then took the surrender. Yeah, and they still, and the Emperor still got immunity. So and he still got, so what was like, the I don't fucking know, point? I don't it know was, the details and what other things they might have got out of dropping two bombs. I don't remember, or I but that was the big one. But I know that was, yeah, that was a big one. Where it was just like, all and right, even Eisenhower, what was the fucking point? And even Eisenhower, when he was president, uh, spoke against dropping the, the bombs. And yeah. it's just like, and my thing is too, it's like, uh, like bombs are dropped all the time nowadays and there's so I mean there's always numbers of how many civilian casualties there is and these are supposed to be more targeted bombs yeah so like and like what like what was your I don't even really know necessarily what their targets were but like I mean I know the information and how many people are there and like all the all the backfire you're gonna get from dropping a bomb on a city is like like that's not necessary. Maybe it was targeted, but like the there's so many innocent people that are in the way of that. Yeah, it's insane. Well, and you know, you want to know why Japan still fucking hates us? Mm-hmm. Because we fucking took over their country. Yeah, and we're still there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's and I mean, we dropped two atomic bombs on them. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it all the time when we were there. There's certain people that loved us and that usually the older generation had didn't want anything to do with us when yeah. we were there. Fucking understandably. Yeah, I mean. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, and I just I don't know. And then you know I I don't know if he started to be a troll, like because he riled up everybody or what. But then he was like, well, he was like the civilians knew, like they, if they stayed, they were bad. Okay, that's their fault. <laughs> we tried and that. It's like in every war. Well, and it's like well, first off, it's like so you're just because because imperial the government of Japan the fucking. Emperor and his consultants and everybody are bad. Mm-hmm. That means our government gets to write a death sentence for the civilians. Yeah, and say that that's okay. And you're saying that that it's okay, not that it was, or not even arguing necessity that it was okay. Yeah, like it wasn't a bad thing that yeah. it was okay. All right, what's the fucking difference of nine eleven then? Yeah. We overthrew the Taliban, which was Afghanistan's biggest, well, like, biggest party leaders at the time. Yeah, I mean, we were and, fucking with the Middle East long, and, and, long before. Yeah, well, yeah, not Maybe even taking into account. Because they didn't account. give a warning? 
hey, move move out of these buildings. We're going to blow them up. I mean, we did that in Fallujah and totally decimated the fucking civilian popula- population yeah, in Fallujah. A, Where do you a, want these people to go? They're on a fucking island. Where do you want the people in Fallujah to go? They're surrounded by fucking deserts. Yeah. and They don't and, have cars. And then there, there's even like the highway of death where it's like literally people that were in the military and civilians that were trying to get out of the city and they just didn't get out in time. Yeah. And they all died. They Their all bodies died. are like charred and like it's in it's in the jarhead. You can see the scene really well in there and like how when yeah, they find that's it. That's a fucked up it's scene. It's fucking sad and you can even Google it's real. And that it's, was Gulf War. Uh yeah. Yeah. That was the Gulf War. And that was the first time. Well not the first time, but the first time in recent history. Yeah. And it's like what and and it's like how can you how can you justify that? Especially yeah. when like I don't know, I thought libertarian was about like private property. Like I don't I mean I don't really know how fucking Japan if they have what their property rights are, but I feel like if someone has a house and it's they their live house. there, it's their fucking house, like homesteading, and like what that's okay. Like and yeah, just you, because you get your shit and move, you have, yeah. to, you have to go pack up somewhere else because we're about to blow your fucking city and whole life up. Yeah, and the other thing is, is like just because other countries have different rules doesn't mean that we don't hold the standard across the board. Yeah, for real. Like just because. They're not allowed to own land in their own country doesn't mean that we can't understand and, like, say that that's their land. They, they live on it and things like that. I mean, we do it – obviously, we do it here with yeah. fucking all the laws that we have here. You don't fucking own shit in the United States of America. Yeah. You guys think we do. Well, not particularly individuals listening to this podcast, but, like, the majority yeah. of America thinks we own land. But we don't actually own land. You play, you pay property taxes on that bitch. You don't fucking own it. That's rent. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, even if we had... If we pride ourselves on private property and things like that, like, you... That extends to every person in the entire world. Individual liberties extend to every person in the entire world. Mm-hmm. Not just Americans. Yeah, and how can... How can you think of that... Like, we're not... We're supposed to get away from the idea of collectivism. Yeah. So how can you collectively put these people in a group saying, like, they're bad because they didn't leave? Yeah. And, and then like, he started what? arguing about the NAP. Yeah. And, and it was just like... How it's a pacifist take. And, and, and I don't understand this. That's twice I've seen that. Yeah. Twice today. Yeah. Well, today and... Or yesterday and today. Where it's like... I've never been called a pacifist in my entire life. Yeah, I don't... Like, people think that but now libertarians are, like, pacifists, and it's like, that's not... It's not even the case. How are we Republican light and pacifist? Yeah. Like, Republicans are the most warmonger people there are. But I get called... I guess the majority of the time I get called pacifist by Republicans, and it's like, I'm sorry I'm not a bloodthirsty warmonger... Yeah, seriously. ...that it's loves like, war. And that's honestly what Austin Peterson looked like. At that point, yeah. it, like, totally degraded everything I thought about him because it was like like you can have bad takes or like you know takes that whatever on like abortion or, or yeah <laughs> where like there's certain things that are there I don't think we're at the point that we can like argue it completely all the way through but yeah. this is one that you can't yeah and like, it I don't was know, like it's very simple yeah it's, like it's very simple like, I don't think it's that hard like yeah sure like you can, you can say all- the war war is complicated and they they like you know they were doing their best or whatever bullshit excuse you want but like in the end of the day individual people that weren't really involved with the conflict were hurt and injured and I don't understand and how that's killed and killed 
and murdered. Yeah, that was murdered. Their home were killed, destroyed. Everything's like had to be rebuilt. Like it's insane. And then we, like, I just don't understand how you can even justify that. Like if if your goal was to um, end the war, like why didn't you just nuke the emperor? Yeah. Why didn't you kill the emperor? Yeah. Like I mean probably would have caused massive destabilization throughout the country but like I don't but we took over the country anyway so what would be the difference yeah and I'd rather it go against the people that declared war against each other than just the innocent people caught in the middle yeah well and it's you know exactly why and it's because they wanted to walk into Japan and be like we own this country instead of yeah create a giant uprising like we did in the Middle East yeah, for sure. I mean, I guess we. Uh, like, I'm not saying either oh, yeah. way is better, but I mean, I guess I am kind of saying that. I mean, I'd mean, rather that if if that if it was truly like these people are evil and we're going to sacrifice a whole bunch of people because our cause is glorious and better. Yeah. Then you better take out the fucking people that are making the decisions. Yeah, but yeah, that's what. I mean, if, if just reverse the roles. Like, if it was the other way around and say... All, the, all these people would say that those people are wrong, that they dropped the atomic yeah, bomb on L.A. if they dropped it on L.A. and, I don't know, Even New though York. that we've decimated yeah. fucking populations, our entire history in the United States. Our government has just decimated, you know, mm-hmm. fucking everything that we've touched. Yeah, I don't... And I don't think that people that were... If, say, L.A. and New York got bombed and... In the 1945, and I don't think people in LA and New York are going to be like, "Well, uh, that was justified because we were still here." <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. I don't think that's how people are going to see things very easily. Well, and you know, I don't know this part of the story very, very much, but it's like, what was the? How did they let the people know in those cities? <laughs> they dropped flyers, I guess. Yeah, did they drop flyers? Like, where'd you have? They had to drop the bomb from 30. 30- 3,300,000 feet or 33,000 feet so did they drop the flyers from 33,000 feet over a tiny fucking island yeah I don't know I, I think that's what they did in that's what they did in Fallujah but yeah. there was no air force in Fallujah yeah the so fucking not, zeros in Japan were fucking on yeah. the money I'm not sure exactly how they uh, spread the message that they were about to be fucking nuked yeah and what do you expect all these people how long did they give them like there's just so many things where it's just like even if even one of those things failed, like you're wrong. You you were automatically even more wrong, which I don't even know how that's possible, but you are. But like those flyers didn't hit the right spot because mm-hmm. or they didn't fucking get to read the flyer because they live on a fucking farm. Yeah. Some of those farms are out there in the middle of nowhere on those islands. It takes three, four hours to get around the island. You don't catch a fucking flyer. That didn't hit your farm, or it yeah. did hit your farm, but it's out in the middle of your fields. Like, yeah, I mean, there's just so many things you can go into, and like how it's just not—it's just fucking wrong. It's just wrong. Like, it's literally just wrong. So when I see, like, I and don't there's know. tons of libertarians fucking arguing for him, like yeah. with with Austin Peterson, and it's like, I'm sorry, I don't agree with you, yeah. and I think you are considerably wrong. Like, not even like, mm-hmm. oh, it's, you can argue it. No, yeah. it's it's you're fucking wrong. Like, I'm sorry. Like, we'll never agree on this point. Yeah. And, I mean, I've heard people say that, like, I mean, I mean, the between Japanese and Americans, like, Japanese, like, when they're prisoners of war, they're, like, pretty much, a lot of them are brutalized. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're just treated terrible. 
And, like, people say, like, that's how the Japanese were. If they would have won that war, like, who knows what they would have done to us. And I was like, well, we know what we did to them. Yeah. We know that for sure. And I don't know if being fucking brutalized by Japanese or having two nukes dropped on my country. I don't know what's better. I don't know. But I know that the, like... I don't know. I think that the bombs were just absolutely atrocious. I don't think we really needed to at the time. And I don't really think anyone from a libertarian mindset can really justify that correctly. No. And if you do, I don't think you're honestly libertarian. I don't. Yeah, I don't understand. I literally don't understand. Like, I don't like it's not like, oh, you're an ANCOM to ANCAP or, oh, you're big L to little L. Like, no, like the libertarian the party is literally based off the ideology of libertarianism and it absolutely goes against what libertarianism is yeah like everything about it so i don't know that's my piece on that i think that was weird Weird it was was weird and you know this thought it was a joke but this year i thought he was trolling people at first that's why i didn't take it like Mm -hmm. take it seriously and then i watched some of the things he said and i was just like you're just you're just making the argument for people to nuke us and it'd be like completely okay because of the things that we've done. Yeah. Like the American population, not, not the U S government, like saying that it's okay for the American population to be killed Mm -hmm. because of our, you know, annoyance of constantly fighting back because that was one of his arguments too. was like, they would, the Japanese people themselves, the civilians themselves, would never surrender. And it's like, what the fuck do you think we would do here in the United States? We're, we're just going to fucking surrender? Yeah. Like, you're a libertarian. You're the one that wants to arm everybody. Why do you think you fucking arm everybody? When a foreign force invades you, mm-hmm. like, no matter if it's because your government has been doing shady shit. Yeah, for real. Or what? Like, it, like, it literally just opens up the United States and it being complete. And it, I just don't think he realized what he was arguing. Yeah. Because... If you flip the switch and put it in modern America today, it would literally, by his instance, it would be justified for Afghanistan, Iraq, fucking Yemen, Libya, um, like all of Somalia, like all of those places that we fucked up in the last 20, 30 years, it'd be completely okay for them to fucking nuke us. Yeah. Like the the civilian population, it would be okay. Not the government. The, not the government. It would be okay to nuke the civilian population that was around military bases. Yeah, they could bomb San, Diego, San Diego, Pensacola, Florida, fucking Houston, Texas, like, or yeah. any of the Luke Air Force Base out here in Phoenix. Like, it'd be completely okay to drop it on the epicenter of cities. Yeah. Because the U.S. government has been fucking over countries forever. Yeah. And that's what, that's the argument. That's his argument. And as long as we get a warning and if we don't get out, we're just as bad. So that's our fault. Yeah, we should have left. Yeah, we should have left. I should have left. Like, obviously, I'd fucking leave, but I'm also not stuck in the middle of an island. Yeah. And, like, I shouldn't have that choice. That shouldn't be a choice. That shouldn't be my choices. But if, like, yeah, obviously, if there's a bunch of Chinese or whatever flyers falling from the sky and they're like, yeah, you're about to get bombed, I'm going to be like, all right, well, um, Mom, Dad, I'm coming home. <laughs> right? I'm going out to the fucking middle of nowhere. And then I fuck them up when they come on the land. Anyways. So, like, yeah, I think dude. that's the only 
thing that Japan fucked up. They should have killed us when we stepped on their island afterwards. Yeah. The population should have. You just killed my fucking whole family in Nagasaki. I'm going to take your fucking eyes out of your head. Yeah. Like, that'd be me, dude. Like, I, I'm sure that's how some of them were when we were there, the old ones. Like, Yeah, they probably wanted to kill every single one of our who knows? degenerate asses. I wanted to kill half of us. They're fucking douchebags. Fuck yeah, the dude. Marines. But that's that. I don't want to talk about that anymore. It gets me fucking mad. Yeah. So let's go to sad. <laughs> sad? In Beirut. Oh, okay. So, uh, I mean, I'm sure all of you guys saw the video footage. It's actually fucking wild. Yeah, that's to watch a-, a bomb go off in a city, like, in modern day. Yeah. Like, uh, but uh, basically there was an explosion in uh, Beirut, I think it was, like, three days ago. Uh, but uh, it was um, it was on Tuesday. Um, 150 people were killed. Thousands were wounded. Caused destruction across half the city. Um, they say it was an accident. Uh, possibly the outcome of neglect on a massive scale. Um, but officials have launched an investigation looking at the port warehouse where it held 2,750 tons of ammunition nitrate, a chemical use. Ammonium nitrate. Whatever. Ammunition nitrate. (laughs) Dude, words are hard. A chemical used for fertilizer and is an ingredient in bombs. It was fueled many explosives around the world, both accidental and intentional. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was pretty crazy. I, um... I mean, my first thought was <laughs> that Israel fucking bombed. Is, them. Yeah, it was Israel, and we had something to do with it. But uh, it was—I mean, it was, every every video was still almost a surprise to me because it was always showing the like huge cloud of, of smoke over the uh, whatever building was on fire, and then like out of nowhere, it just it was just like boom, boom, and it was fucking huge. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people on Twitter that instantly went to like we're being people are being bombed and stuff and like i've seen like i i've seen arguments that like people really think it was some sort of foreign attack or something like that but and then people are like why would you put uh this nitrate and fertilizer in the same building and it's like dude like i've seen i've seen people way- in the military <laughs> do the dumbest fucking things ever and i don't i at people, it was they they like took it like six years ago, seven years ago, or something like that, they took it off a ship. Yeah, and they just mm-hmm. held it in a fucking warehouse. Yeah, and I don't know if that was a company, the state of Lebanon. Well, it was like, a state at first. Pro- they probably like the warehouse was probably a company. I bet it was yeah. probably like a prince's fucking son's warehouse yeah. or some shit, and what, he just made money off of it for the rest of his life. But yeah, what I'm saying is just like human negligence <clears throat> for things like this happen all the time. So government gonna, negligence for this. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna, like, I'm not going, like, people think there's no way that this would happen. I'm like, trust me, man. Like, everyone that was in the military, you know, you've seen the dumbest things, and you don't understand why people do it, and, like, violates all the safety rules that you were fucking taught and told about. But you're like, fuck it, I'm trying to get off. Yeah, you're like, fuck it. Like, I don't, yeah, I'm trying to do this. Oh, staff aren't said so. Like, I'm going to yeah. do it this way. Like, you just... People just do things, and they don't understand how dangerous it is all the time. And that's why I kind of think this was more of an accidental thing. Oh, no, I believe it's than, an I believe completely that it's an accident, but I think it's com- even more so a government oversight. Mm-hmm. That's my thing, where it's like, how do you leave that much ammonium nitrate yeah, in sure. a 
like uh, from the looks of it, you there's like before pictures of it, mm-hmm. and well, like when they first uh, took it off the ship that was coming through their port, they when they whatever it's called when they took it off the ship. Anyways, they um, when they put it, they have they're like giant bags of ammonium nitrate, like huge, yeah, like dude, over six the, foot tall. I saw a picture of the warehouse. Yeah, they're like ten feet tall, and like the bags are like ten feet tall, just filled with ammonium nitrate, probably close to five or six feet, like. In diameter, and they're like stacked next. to Yeah, each other. they're like there's stacked no space next to each between other. These no, things. there's not. And it was there's the whole. It was the whole warehouse, whole fucking warehouse. First off, right there is like, no, you didn't. You don't do that. <laughs> yeah, like you don't put that much all in one building in sacks, like giant yeah. sacks, and then just leave it there, and then leave it years. there, and then and it has. It looked like the building looked like it hadn't been touched. You see aerial footage of the fucking building before it was yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah, Like, it doesn't look like it's been touched. And then it's been... It, it got fucked up because of welders. Why would you weld next to ammonium nitrate? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what the was fuck? It, was it uh, fireworks that caused the fire? No, I believe... All right, so this is my assumption. I don't fucking know if it's true. But, you know, uh, I mean, even with deck cord or um, C4... If you just light C4 on fire, it doesn't, like, ignite. You know, yeah. I, we worked with a lot of C4 with fucking EOD. AOD. Yeah. Or I did, at least. And, you know, it doesn't just, like, ignite. It kind of sparkles and, you know, like, it looks like a sparkler kind of at first. But if you let it get hot enough and go through the whole thing, it'll eventually ignite. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't even think C4 will do that. I don't think you can sit there and light C4 on fire. But, um... You know, I think that's what happened. I think some sparks landed on, uh, a lot of sparks landed on this ammonium nitrate. Mm-hmm. Probably started a little smoldering fire, you know, and that's where all the smoke came from. And it could have been a wet sack, you know, like it, like that sack just got wet. And so it just smoked, 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 moved over to other bags, just smoldered, just smoldered because it was so wet that it didn't reach the temperature of like combustion. This is just my assumption and dumbass opinion. It just moved over. <laughs> yeah. But, and kept going, kept going. And then there was a certain point where it was so hot that it had a chemical combustion. Like, it hit its point where it was like, this is the point of where I combust. Like, it's a, it's obviously a combustible fucking yeah. powder. Hey, guys. If you enjoy the show and get a lot out of it, consider supporting us at patreon.com slash bitingthebullet. There's a $2 level on there that if a quarter of you did, we could get drunk on beer. We could get beer for the next week. If half of you did, we could get hookers and blow for the Boogaloo Boys each month. So consider donating to us at patreon.com slash biting the bullet. Thank you very much. And that's why it's used in explosives. Yeah. So it's like, I think that's what happened. And that's why I think you see things like it looks like fireworks, but I think that's just, you know, ammonium nitrate getting hot but it's like little pieces of it yeah and it's getting hot burning up getting hot burning off getting hot burning off and then it just reached that point of combustion and boom and that shit dude the before and after pictures of that thing is intense I know dude it's a pretty intense modern day like explosion where you have so many different angles did you see the one where the the girl was at her wedding like a wedding yeah. video, dude. That looks like it's out of a movie. Yeah. Like I thought it was. I was watching a movie. Dude, the first video I saw, I thought was out of a movie. Like, and especially the one over the water. The one over the water looks like a fucking movie. Yeah, dude. Those uh, 
Yeah, there's a couple guys. It looked like they were just like I think they were Americans too, or, or at least some of them were Americans. Yeah, I don't know because you can hear their voices in it. Uh, but they're like looked like they're like I don't know canoeing or on a boat. You can't really see what they're on, but they're looking at the fire and they're talking about it, and then all of a sudden it explodes. And they're just like, oh, God. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. I don't know. It's just wild. And I I mean, I think it just goes to show that a lot of the world was like, oh, Israel nuked Lebanon. Yeah. Or I mean, not nuked them, I, but like yeah, yeah, they yeah. bombed Lebanon. And I, you know, I'm okay with that healthy suspicion that it it was some sort of uh But afterwards strike. to be able to like, yeah. all right, that's not true. And it's good too. But it's also interesting because... Uh, like, bombs like that go off all the time. And that's, like, the first time we actually have, like, uh, a lot of different video evidence from, like, where, at least where it came mainstream. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we, I mean, fuck, we drop bombs all the time. And that's pretty much what it kind of looks like when we drop a bomb on a city. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't necessarily know if the explosions are that big, just because of no, how much we're there. No, the equivalent of that was, like, close to a small nuke. Yeah, that's like what a, a lot really of small say. nuke. Yeah, that's what I a lot of people. And were it was saying. like I think so. It was twenty seven th- tons of ammonium nitrate, and the conversion, which isn't quite true because they're completely different substances, um, but they equated to uh, like forty percent of the power of like TNT. Gotcha. And they converted TNT to fucking atom bombs too. So it was like like this yeah, big you know, long breakdown. conversion. Yeah, breakdown of like. And it was like a third of what, from the one that I saw, it was like a, the math was like a third of an atomic bomb. Yeah. Which and that's, is fucking insane. The atomic bomb killed anywhere between 140,000 people to 350,000 people. Yeah. And both islands, I think. I don't know if that's just one island or both islands, but Yeah, and still. who knows what like radiation effects had on well, yeah, that, all those fucking people afterwards. Yeah. I mean, that's where everyone blames that anime came from. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I blame anime on. But, like, for... I don't know how ammonium nitrate... I don't think... I don't think it's as much of a well, worry see, as yeah. for radiation. And like, that's I don't f- think that's a thing. Yeah, and that, see, that's a thing, too, is, like... Like, I don't know. I Like, people people immediately jumped to, like, it was, like, an, a bomb or an attack well, or I think, a rocket. I think that's and also like, part of 2020. Yeah, true. Maybe... Maybe everyone's a conspiracy theorist, but, um, but I mean, that's the thing. I was like, I don't, I didn't look at that and like automatically think like it was a nuke. I did think that it was some sort of attack at first. Yeah. I didn't because, think, yeah, I didn't think it was a fucking nuke. It didn't yeah. look like a nuke. Everybody's yeah. like, did you what? see the mushroom everyone's cloud? A, and everyone's like, a fucking expert on Twitter. And explosions. That's and I'm like, okay. And it's like, I, it's like I've seen up close explosions and like, I don't, I don't necessarily know that like, do they... Do they all look like that? Do they like I don't I don't fucking know the difference most of the time. Yeah, but that didn't fucking look like but yeah, anywhere close to a nuke. Yeah. And it just it just didn't really add up. But I love how everybody was like, That's a that, that was a nuke. Yeah. It's because they're nu- like the the Republican the Republican side was like, Oh, that was a fucking uh that's because of their weapons lab underneath the port and yeah, all this shit. stuff and it's like alright fucking something. it can't never just be like a terrible terrible negligent like no one being accountable problem I mean all the port officials were arrested like yeah. the next day yeah and it's like 
well, you fucking yeah. suck yeah, <laughs> at your job. Dude. Well, it was like, I think, what, around it, everybody within, like... Dude, that's some shit you'd see in the military. Where, like, fucking, your shop is in charge of, like, these quad cons, and one of the quad cons has, like, a bomb in it, and it blows up, and then your ass is arrested because your Lance Corporals were putting a bunch of fucking anemium <laughs> nitrate in a fucking cons. quad con, and you're like, fuck, man! Yeah, well, and I... I just, ah, uh, dude, I don't know. That that it was just so bad. But I think everybody within like, I think it was like a hundred yards, or maybe it might be a little bit longer. I don't remember the actual figure, but it was like a hundred yards of the thing was uh, was like in, it vaporized. Like oh, if they yeah. were within a hundred yards, they were fucking gone. Yeah, dude. unless they were like like extremely lucky in a really hard part of a building and then they were crushed by the building like everybody within like 100 yards was dead yeah and then after that you could you could feel it well you could feel it 15 miles windows broke 15 miles out yeah dude 15 miles away it's crazy yeah it's fucking wild and then now there's like have you seen the inverted video it's like inverted so you know it's like all blue and shit like that you know, I'm talking about it, like the chromatic scheme when people invert videos. No, I don't really know what you're talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. All right. <laughs> I know the, exactly what you're talking about. It's the, the chromatic <laughs> videos, you know, when somebody, like, inverts the video, so it's like, um, instead of you see, like, red and black, you'd see, like, blue and black. It makes it... Oh, my God. Dude, dude, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm going to show you one, and you're going to be like, oh, I know, I totally know what that is. Probably, but I... No one's ever explained it like that before to me, so... They're the inverted videos where you just switch the fucking colors, so it's the opposite of everything. Um, anyways, there's, like, videos of it, like, there's the bomb, or there's the missile, and, like, somebody input missiles <laughs> in, in two different... People, like, it got picked up on the news. Oh, my God. But it, it got, uh... There's, from two different angles, somebody inserted a bomb going, like landing and then the explosion happening it was pretty I was like damn that'd be wild if it was true yeah it's like infrared almost maybe I know what you're talking about but uh, yeah I was just like don't believe those videos they're fake but <laughs> it'd be fucking <laughs> they look cool <laughs> yeah it'd be fucking wild if it was true but yeah that, that whole situation just seemed like it seemed like an attack at first and Trump yeah. Trump kind of handled it like an attack like his generals all he was talking about his generals yeah, he's probably like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> well, yeah, he said his generals thought it was an attack, too. And it was just like, man, we're yeah. just, but like, I don't know. I mean, hell, who knows? Maybe something maybe, will come out. Yeah, and it maybe was it will. We'll learn 20 years from I now. Heard, well, at the article I was reading from NPR, it was like a Russian cargo ship that brought the uh, ammonium nitrate to the port. And it's been <laughs> sitting there since whatever, how long. And, but... Like, uh, so I heard someone saying, like, it was Russia. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, this Russia's is a common like, thing to be exported and imported in a country. Like, yeah, maybe not on that scale, but maybe, yeah, maybe not that much, but I don't know. It was just interesting and it was very crazy to watch, like, footage of it. And yeah. It was something you don't really get, well, really then, got to see. I don't know. The only weird thing that I saw, and I showed Typo this before the show, but it was like, and then, and like the seventy-two hours following that, there was like some major fires on some major places. Yeah, and it, it's just kind of like crazy. So you got 
Um, I'm going to butcher these names. Hyusan in North Korea, uh, one of the buildings on the borders, uh, border of North Korea. I think it was... Uh, this actually might have happened before because I think I remember reading about this. But it was uh, like one of the buildings that both North Korea and South Korea shared. Mm-hmm. I think the North Koreans lit it on fire, which... I don't know. North Korea is just a wild card. It will forever be a wild card. Yeah, who knows, man. And then a uh, research center in Wuhan, China, was lit on fire. And it, like, went up in fucking flames. That's the same place where the coronavirus came yep. from. And then uh, the United Arab Emirates, the UAE, uh, something... I don't remember what it was, but that got lit on... Something there got lit on fire, and it's like a huge... Like, these are huge, massive fires. Like, they're not, like, some little fires. Um, Najaf, relatively important buildings. Yeah, relatively important buildings, and that's the thing. Najaf, Iraq, uh, one of their major buildings got lit on fire. And then St. Paul, Minnesota, I think a... Uh, I think it was a hotel... A was major it the hotel. United Emirates one, the Trade Center? No, Brussels was the trade center. Oh, that's right, that's right. Um, but uh, I can't remember. Uh, huge fire damages building under construction in downtown St. Paul. Uh, and it was like another giant fire. And then um, what Typo was just talking about, uh, Brussels World <laughs> Trade Center caught fire. And, dude, yeah, that, that one looks intense. That one looks like... It looks like the World Trade Center here when they got hit by a plane. Like, the way it's smoking and shit. Mm -hmm. It's just fucking... And it just catches more and more on fire. And this video is more of them, like, putting it out. But, I don't know. It's just all... It's just... You know, I just don't believe in coincidences anymore. I, I I just fucking don't. Yeah, it's pretty weird. I think... I don't know. It's very weird that when someone pointed that out, I think it was... One, yeah, our roommate's post, and it's just really strange, because, and then, I'm pretty sure, like, Facebook said it was Yeah, it false. said most, it said partly false, because, I don't even, well, because the original they post, was it was an explosion. The original post was from some pastor or preacher that, uh, said that it was, uh, explosions in the last 24 hours. Yeah. And the partly false was that they weren't all explosions, and that... It wasn't in 24 hours. Yeah, it was like like, 72 hours. Yeah. But it's like, okay, like... Yeah. It just seems, it it seems like dumb to, like, put up an information button and say that this is partly false. I mean, I could see the explosion thing, maybe, just because... They weren't explosions. They they weren't explosions. The time frame's, like, not really that That big of a deal, I don't think, but just to deem that like the whole post is false because it's just like a mist but yeah it does the whole like gray over thing yeah well i noticed like, that this too. is partly false well it's and a- then it and it you know what it says why it's partly false is because usa today news yeah put up a post saying why it's partly false so that's where facebook got its information from saying that it's false and it's yeah. like what the fuck yeah it's very uh i've seen it all the time i mean i I one Pete Pete had a podcast or I forgot the guy's name but he was basically he was talking about the, the corona the fact checker for the coronavirus and uh, he was pointing out where social media always uh, says like like these things are wrong and this is not true information and then like some of it's like literally they're off by like 
a percent of like point zero zero one percent they're off and yeah it's like okay okay that's not really yeah like the biggest thing was like that not 99.9 percent survival rate when at the time that it was 99.829 percent survival rate like okay is it really that big of a deal that it's off by like a tenth or a hundredth of a percent like so much so that you label it false false yeah the whole thing false like maybe that's the big thing for me is that they label it false so it's like so people are like oh I won't even believe those figures Mm -hmm. and it's like you don't have to believe the figures but the information is still mostly accurate yeah like I don't know I, I, I just never understood I mean obviously I think it's who knows? So we can get into why Facebook censoring shit, but yeah, I watched. Uh, uh, this will go great into our next topic, but I want. I've been watching Joe Rogan all day, hmm. and just like little snippets of his shit. But um, he had uh, Tim Dillon on, and he was talking to Tim Dillon, and then two of the people on uh, Face or Twitter's. Uh, what are they? They're like the. They're higher ups in in Twitter. They're like in charge of the censorship and policy for banning and things like that. And they were just talk. Oh, excuse me. They were just talking about uh how their policies are based off of only ideology, and they only like hurt one ideology, like the right. Yeah. And you know Tim Dillon and. Uh, Joe Rogan, I wouldn't consider them right-winged. I think they're mostly liberal. Yeah, I think they're both mostly liberal. Tim Dillon might be more libertarian than anything. Yeah. He talks about it a lot. Um, he talks about libertarians quite a bit. But uh, it was just funny because they were like, you see how like they kept telling the, the Twitter like management people because they were on there. I don't even remember these people's names. You mean Tim Pool? Oh, it might be Tim Pool. Yeah, yeah. Tim Pool's that... Uh He's that journalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim, yeah, Pool. Tim, Tim Pool. Pool. Not Tim Dillon. Yeah. Um, Tim Pool. Yeah, and they were talking to the face or the Twitter moderators. Yeah, that was a really good episode. Yeah. Jack and his yeah. side. Yeah, whatever her whatever whatever name is. Yeah. And they just, like, Twitter looked real, like, they, they, Jack and the girl looked real bad. Yeah. And they were just like, you know, th- like, at one point she was like, just like, well, thank you for the feedback. Uh, we're always trying to, it was like the typical lawyer response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's just a glorified lawyer. Yeah. But it was just like, Ah, oh, just bothered the fuck out of me. Well, yeah, I mean, they—they, they, I remember that one. They went deep on, uh, uh, and they were actually questioning them. Like, yeah. no, Tim Pool was not, going hard. Yeah, in that and episode. he was like, "No, you're—that's not correct. What you're doing is based yeah. off ideology. It's not yeah. based off of mm-hmm. well, harassment I, or targeting or one, any of that." Yeah, one of the big things I remember is when they're talking about the, the whole trans issue, and basically like. Twitter was banning people that were saying like women can't be men or men can't yeah, be and women. Yeah, it was based off a of biological fact, and they yeah. were like, "Yeah, but it's targeting." And we were wondering why the trans community has yeah, yeah. so many suicides, suicides, and it was just like, "Yeah, but that has nothing to do with what we're talking about." Yeah, but that's what they were trying to make it. Like yeah. they had the appeal to a, like mm-hmm. empathy at that point. Yeah, I hate the fucking moral high ground of the left, dude. Yeah, dude. I hate the right because they're just so it, like I just feel like the right is ignorant you yeah. know what I mean they just believe in what they believe in and they'll never fucking change and 
I conservative. Hate, yeah, <laughs> but I hate the left because they just believe they have a moral moral high ground to everything, and that's why they believe yeah. it and will never change. And they, you can, yeah, they think like you even as long as their morals are right, you can use whatever amount of force you want to enforce anything yeah. as long as your morals are right. Exactly. And that was a really good episode just because they pressured him really hard and like, I mean, Tim Pool basically said that like, you're banning people based, yeah, based off their ideologies more than banning people based on like harassment. And I, I mean, I honestly believe he made a good point and proved that their policy was written in ideology and not off yeah. of like a general statement. Yeah. That was good, too. The only thing I disagree is, well, in that episode, Tim Pool talks about how he wants the federal government to get involved yeah. because they are t- uh, public, a public, yeah. They, I, don't, I forgot like the and it's specific like, terms yeah, that yeah. they fall under. But it's like, but, you know, it's like what we've talked about where it's like, if you receive public, if you receive taxpayer money, you should probably operate under yeah. mm-hmm. constitutional law. Yeah. You know that's, what I mean, and it's you're not you're not private anymore. You know what yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And so I think that's I think that's a good argument for the people out there because I I used to be like, no, Twitter's a private company; they can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. But now it's like, why are they getting my fucking money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They and better be it better be free speech, and I can say whatever the fuck I want to on it. Yeah, and, and that's kind of how I've gotten. Yeah, and like, uh, I always felt that it was like a cop out for libertarians because it's like the whole point of a free market capitalism is if a company is doing something that we don't like or have massive displeasure with whatever they're doing, we're supposed to call that shit out. Yeah. Like, that's our job is, like, yeah. if, if there, if, I don't know, if I get gypped because I ordered something off Amazon and it comes broken and I have a problem with that and I tell people on Twitter or tag Amazon or something and tell them that, um, I think that that just one it tells people out there like, hey man, like watch your shit, make sure your Amazon doesn't send you broken shit. Yeah, and that's just how it's supposed to work. Yeah, You're supposed to keep them in check. So if they but, but if they, they, start, they don't, and I think the dangerous thing is is what Tim Pool was talking about, where it's like if you start limiting ideology, what else are you going to limit? Yeah, are you going to limit talking about Mm-mm. presidential candidates? Mm-hmm. Are you going to limit talk? And they have. I mean, we've fucking seen it. <clears throat> how many people have we've seen get nuked off of Twitter for saying? Yeah bad like because it's consistent which means it's targeting yeah 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 and they whether you're tagging them or whatever or in a conversation feed that has them tagged in or whatever that it's now targeting that you're saying that they're a fucking bad person mm-hmm. well and I mean and it's like very clear like I mean anyone I, I mean it's almost clear that anyone like then you know there's some sort of uh, people like they're just against Trump oh like, yeah I mean anything but they don't get yeah, and, and then but if you're against Biden and yeah. you say that Biden is these things, yeah. you can get banned. Have you, yeah, you can. And basically, I mean, they actually kind of cleared it up, and I kind of makes sense. But like, basically, you can say whatever you want about white people on Twitter, and there's no, almost there's no repercussions. I mean, they said that their excuse was that if he, if someone it doesn't go off of what they actually said, sometimes um, it goes off of the amount of reports they see, right. then they determine if it's... So right. a lot of people generally... White people don't get upset when you're racist as shit to them. Towards white um, people. <laughs> yeah, like, no one really gives a shit. Yeah. Like, and I, I don't know. I'm not... I, I don't really know what they should do, I but... I'm just going to start reporting they, all the racist white people shit, I see. Yeah, from leftists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... that's Alright, that's the new thing in the podcast. If I fucking retweet something... 
or not retweet it, but I'm like, hey, go fucking report the fuck out of this post. Dude, it's I've gonna be racist white, like people that are being racist towards white people. Not because I actually care, but just because I want them to f- yeah. see how it feels. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, and I mean, there's plenty of times that I've reported blue check marks for oh, yeah. saying racist ass shit about like white people or. Even if they say something, but they think they're being morally correct, but it's, like, super racist against black people, I'm like, okay, that's racist as shit. Dude, like, the Joe Biden thing. Oh, did you see that? Yeah, he apologized. I know, I saw him apologize, but that, honestly, I think the apology made it look worse. What what exactly did he say? So, he said, he he said, uh, he was talking about the Latino community and how they're very diverse, and then he went on and decided to say that the black community isn't as diverse. <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah, like they were more homogenous because they didn't fall victim to republicanism or oh, some okay. shit like that. That's kind of how it that's that's how it came off to me. But I don't know. It was fucking it was it was blatantly racist. It yeah. was it was very obviously racist. Yeah. Which is like a lot of the things he said. And, you know, I saw there's this one kid, this black dude that I went to high school with, and he was a couple grades younger than me. Super smart. His whole family, super smart. Um, very religious family, um, su- but also very left, you know. Um, but they, uh, he was like, he made a post about it, and he was talking about uh, how we need to hold Biden accountable. And then later on in the day, I saw it again because he edited it and kept the same original post. He was like, I just wanted to say that I went back and watched the whole hour thing that this whole hour video and this whole part was about a minute long, but the whole hour of the video, he was talking about how he's an ally to black people and blah, 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 blah. And it was just like, yeah, I can spew bullshit for an hour, but when I slip up once, like... Yeah, for real. Like, like it doesn't matter. It's like it's like when people get comfortable in a conversation, and then they show their, they show their true colors. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it happens... I mean, it happened... All the time. With, with us and anyone all the time. Yeah. Actually, I mean, we talk about this, too. It's, it's kind of weird how people immediately show their true colors to us sometimes. Yeah. A lot of times people and will say whatever maybe, they want around us. Maybe it's because they feel comfortable. Oh, maybe it's... Oh, be- well, I kind of... I actually thought about this for a while. I actually <laughs> think it's because we're so radical in our beliefs that people get more comfortable saying, saying their, their radical beliefs, beliefs because they're like, oh, like, these people are like way the fuck out there. Like, no one's talking about what these guys are talking about. And then they mention something that bothers them with... I don't know politics, society, or whatever. And then we just shit on it. And then it's so fucking minute and well, it's like, yeah, it's like something. Or like, they say something like something we talked about, and like never on this podcast because yeah. it's like easy shit, like baby step shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like level one shit. Or they say so, some wild shit where we're just like, no, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, most people. I mean, I mean, I don't really. I mean, we don't really interact with too many people. In Not our, anymore. But when we first got out, that's kind of yeah. how it was. Like. We'd go down a mill and people would just fucking spill their story to us. Yeah, it's very weird. And then talk about politics with us. And, and most people like were liberals. Yeah, fuck. they were all liberal as fuck. And they besides the vets that were in Arizona, and they, they were, were fucking hardcore Republican. Oh my god, shit. Yeah. We, but then we converted most of them to be like they yeah. loved hanging out with us. Yeah, everyone had a great time, and I mean that. I mean that. I think that's the. I mean, a lot of times too. Like, if we hung out with these people, we wouldn't. 
I mean, it was only mainly about partying, just hanging out, having yeah. fun. Like, We'd never know. bring up politics. People would bring up politics yeah. to us. Yeah. I mean, maybe we'd make some comment throughout the night mm-hmm. just because someone said something about, like, and we'd, we'd, we'd do, like, hate Trump or something. Bernie Sanders is the best or something. we just, like, either say some smart-ass It'd comment, be, like, something like, sarcastic about either one of them. And yeah. then they'd be confused yeah. because they heard two sarcastic comments about two different people yeah, yeah, that are yeah. on opposite Mm-hmm. Uh, places on the spectrum and they'd be like wait then what do you believe and we'd yeah. be like well actually yeah and it's like have you heard of the lord and savior Murray Rothbard Where's <laughs> <laughs> disciple Ron Paul <laughs> um, we don't talk about his son though he's a faggot but uh actually what I wanted to talk about to you uh, but uh Joe Rogan just had a podcast I think it actually came out yesterday um and he had on the guys, they were from the Innocent Project, and it's uh, Josh Dunham and Jason Flom. They, uh, so I actually, I didn't watch all the podcasts. I watched like an hour of it. And, but it was, it was really good because uh, basically this guy's project is they look for. Do they have um, a website? I think it's innocentproject.com. Yeah. All right. I think so. Well, another really cool website that you guys should check out before the innocentproject.com is spiritofresistance.com, <laughs> where you can get all of the biting bullet merch you want. <laughs> we got shirts, tank tops, women's tank tops, women's shirts, uh, coffee cups, stickers, flags, coasters, coasters, and that's all. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah. You guys should go check that out because it's pretty dope and we have our own merch shop. Yeah, spiritofresistance.com. Yeah, thank AZ Thingalorian for that. Um, Shout out to him. Yeah, I'm thinking about ordering myself a flag. What were you looking at on here, Luke? Dude, I want some... uh, I'm going to get my girlfriend a bikini. (laughs) Just because she's going to be like, what the fuck? When am I ever going to wear this? Yeah. And I'll probably get a tank or tank and a t-shirt. Some slaps. I was thinking about getting the mug. Yeah, we should probably get a couple mugs. The mug would a mug be or two. Yeah, so, I mean, hell, you guys could go on the website and get the Biting the Bullet merch before us. Yeah, because we still haven't gotten it yet. Yeah, we still haven't ordered any yet. But uh, if you guys do, though, order some of the merch, uh, take a picture, post it online, tag us in it. We'll, yes. We'll share it on our page. But uh, Yeah, definitely. If you guys get some Biting the Bullet merch or if you got our patches um, that we've been sending out, uh, take pictures of it, post it so we can post it on our shit. Yeah, it doesn't. Have, you don't have to be in it. Yeah, you can cover yourself. Wear a fucking mask. You know, social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> social distance from the camera. Nobody wants to see that grill. Yeah, I understand. And uh, the bikinis are unisexual. Yeah, the it. bikinis are unisex. Unisex. And one 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 side they're reversible too. Yeah, that's actually so pretty cool. You got uh, desert camo on one side, and then. Biting the bullet, black and orange on the other side. That's going to be like our code when we're in the boogaloo, dude. Like underneath, you have to be wearing the cam- <laughs> the camo part of your fucking... The camo, the camo part's got to be showing. And then, like, you know, if fucking... If you're one of us, you lift it up and flash a tit, and we see the mongoose on there and be like, all right, dude... Yeah, you know, the, mo- the mongoose are, are perfectly paste- placed to look like pasties. Yeah, or... If you want this one a little more ballsy, no pun intended, because there's a mongoose on the bottom of the bikini, you could just 
you know, flip down your underwear and show us your penis and the, the mommy symbol. <laughs> and that's when we know you're really one of us. Because <laughs> it's not having a camo, a desert cami <laughs> bikini that's going to tell us. It better have the reversible mongoose side on it. Or if you don't want to do that, you can just put a sticker on your truck. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool, too. <laughs> or a flag, you know, whatever you want. But, yeah, spiritofresistance.com. You guys should check that out. Yeah. Um, so what is this one? Innocent... Innocent People's Project? In, uh, Innocence Project. Innocence um, Project. But basically, honestly, guys, it's just a really good uh, episode that Joe Rogan had. And he had these guys on. Basically, all they do is they look for uh, nonviolent criminals and innocent or not and wrongly convicted criminals on death row and not. So, for example, one was a some kid. This, this one, was this the one that made Joe Rogan cry? Yes. So, some kid in... Joe Hon- Rogan cried. Yeah, that... Not gonna lie, seeing I don't know what it is, but seeing grown men cry just it fucking gets to me, man. But uh, basically, a quick quick rundown. I'll probably butcher the story, but definitely check it out the podcast. Um, uh, it's a guy from Honduras. He escapes like the cartel after like a couple of his family members were murdered. He runs uh, through Mexico all the way up and comes up through like either Arizona or New Mexico. Finds his way to Florida. He uh, lives in some trailer. I forgot exactly what job he does, but he become makes friends in the community. He hangs out with other people in his trailer park. They go to each other's houses, party all the time, do drugs, whatever. Um, then uh, one of his neighbors, there's a daughter, a mom, and a grandma, and apparently he was very friendly with them. He goes over there asking for something, opens the door. Mom is dead on the door, blood on the ground. She was stabbed like 200 times. Uh, he... He walks around the house, uh, finds that grandma was stabbed in the bathroom like multiple times, uh, freaks out, runs away, was going to call the police, but then he didn't because he is an illegal alien, um, waits a couple days, talks to his friend about it, decides he wants to re- go to the police because he, I mean, he wants to find out who did this. Um, the police arrest him, book him, and he gets charged um, with two counts of uh, murder. And... Um, it turns out at the end they free this guy but basically um, he was on death row for 15 years Um, it turned out that the daughter actually murdered her mom and grandma she bragged about it to other people in the town and then she confessed to it when the police finally uh, uh, Asked asked her about it and so yeah basically the guy didn't really do anything he was just wrong place wrong time and this guy spent 15 years in jail for something he didn't do. Was going to be killed for it, and these guys free him. And they have and these a lo- guys seem fucking dope. Yeah, one of, one of them's a lawyer, and one of them just uh, uh, I think he just runs the project himself. I think I'm, uh, but uh, they they've I think they freed 30 people. They said, and another one, just a quick one. This one's not. Well, I mean, it's still pretty bad. But this guy got. He was arrested in the 80s for uh, possession of cocaine and was going to do 15 years. Dude, you had to, like, really piss somebody off to get arrested for cocaine in the 80s. Yeah, and and then he... Yeah, so he was going to jail for 15 years. Eight years in, uh, they do a plea bargain. They get him out in eight, so he didn't have to do the last uh, seven. And I know, these guys are really cool. Um, And they started out with uh, amazing stories. (laughs) Yeah, they start out talking about... Exactly, they... And I mean, I don't know if you guys are big fans of Joe Rogan's, but uh, I'm I'm a pretty big fan. He's very sympathetic toward cops. Um, he has a lot of cops that come on his podcast. I mean, he's obviously he's against uh, the 
the police brutality and then like his way his method or idea of fixing it is uh, uh, the opposite of me or Luke's but uh I mean overall I mean Joe Rogan even agreed that war on drugs is just absolutely terrible it's probably one of the worst things to do to domestic uh, policy policy in in, general. In, in in general I mean more people go to jail for these crimes than I think anything else in the United States and uh, it was really cool listen I mean there I mean it's pretty it makes you it makes you want to cry sometimes. Yeah, and I, I think we were the one of the reasons why we brought it up was because the guy had a story about when he was talking to the adjourn, attorney general mm-hmm. of the the case with the Honduras guy. Yeah, um, the guy from Honduras, the attorney general. Even though this lawyer knew that he was getting his guy off, mm-hmm. um, he just the the attorney general wouldn't admit that he was wrong. He was wrong, and it just. It like I guess talk while talking to the guy, he was so the lawyer was so angry that he was like in tears because he was so angry, and he just he, I think what'd you say? He told Joe Rogan at that point like he was like I he was that's when he realized that all these people are just fucking trash. Yeah, because like, it's not about people's lives to them; it's, it's about, about their, their career. And the more convictions you get, the, the higher your career goes. You, it, you, it looks for you, yeah, especially like. You know, crazy murders like the Honduras oh, yeah. guy was into, and and I mean, I, yeah, I mean, and it just looks like the local police force didn't even do their homework. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, dude. There's only they have a monopoly on this. They're the only ones that can really investigate, investigate. things, and we're just supposed to take their word for it. To do any sort of private investigations, like super expensive, super expensive. First off, and second off, like it, that doesn't mean even getting a private investigator doesn't mean that they'll take the evidence yeah. in court. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just crazy that, I mean, I mean, I'm not, I don't know the case. I didn't really look at it. I'm just going off this guy's story, but it looks from what the guy was saying, uh, it was a pretty easy, it was very easy for them to find out the sister actually murdered her her mom and grandma. grandma. Like it was not that hard. Like they started interviewing a couple people around that they knew, interviewed people in, in town. As far as I know, it was a smaller town and they, and everyone pointed to the daughter, the daughter over this guy and it's just it's just it's crazy how like I mean I don't know when this was probably he's in death row for 15 years so probably early 2000s I'm guessing like I mean they just they found an illegal immigrant that was there at the scene of the murder like it's an easy one for him they can put that in the books no one's gonna give a shit about this guy nope. he's got no family here it's easy or family in Honduras <laughs> yeah his whole family was killed in Honduras. Um, and it just, it's, it, like, the way they put it, it's just, it, it's all about a numbers game to them. It's not, it's not about justice. It's not about finding the right guy that did it. They just want to open and shut case where they open it up. They, they, oh, the, it's very obvious this guy did it, shut it, don't look at it again. Yeah. And this is like, all right, this is kind of like our, our, this is what your tax dollars pay for. And this is, this, this just shows corruption all the way through. Like, mm-hmm. you know, for those of you that are, a little right leaning, or a little, or those of you that are a little left leaning, like you guys can both get things out of this, or show mm-hmm. this to your friends that are a little right leaning or a little left leaning. Like this is what's wrong with the system. Yeah, more intervention from the system isn't going to work. Yeah, because the system is already corrupt. Yeah, I mean, in that's like honestly, like uh, I mean, me and Luke's take is to abandon the system. That yeah. is that's our take. But even if that's not your take. Ending the war on drugs is going to 
is going to stop more of this than anything else. I mean, maybe Dude, I, I, think, I don't know about death row people that are sentenced to death row, but there's some people that like it's just like small amounts of drugs that's well, deemed illegal. So that a lot of them are illegal today. Yeah, and it's like it's like end the war on drugs and release everybody that's in prison from the war on drugs. Yeah, like there's there's no reason to hold them. It's like why mm -hmm. are you holding people? Or something that is illegal because it was illegal at the time. Yeah. Who gives a shit? It's legal now. So their sentences should automatically be commuted and take it off their fucking records. Yeah, and I don't know the exact number that the guy said, but uh, when they were talking about, I, one of them asked Joe, do you know how many people are actually still in prison because of marijuana? And I forgot the exact number he said, but it's, it's pretty, pretty surprising. High. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, and it's still not legal in all 50 states for recreational... Yeah. And some states medicinal, mm -hmm. but like most states are medicinal. Arizona is one of those that it's medicinal. I think majority of states are medicinal use. It's completely fine as long as you get a medical card yeah. and it's very easy to get a medical card. It just takes some money, just like everything in the fucking criminal justice world. Yeah. It's as long as you can pay for it, you can get out of anything, but it just goes to show like it's not about morality anymore. These things aren't about good and evil like mm -hmm. it's not like drugs are good or good drugs are an evil it's about <clears throat> letting people make choices and we've wanted to control people for so fucking long yeah that now we have these arbitrary laws that decide if you're a good person or a bad person yeah and i don't like like i know the the idea of our you know in Kapistan, it's like you're allowed to associate with anyone you want so if you don't want to associate with people do that, that's fine. If you don't want to associate with people that do drugs, that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. I just don't think you should be throwing people in a cage because they choose to do these things. Yeah, and you know, like, I don't know where I stand on the prison system in Ancapistan. Like, is there a place where you throw people in cages for the crimes that they do? I don't know no. where I stand on that yet. I'm kind of, I'm still trying to figure out if there's a better way. Mm -hmm. But... Well, like, even court systems hard. Yeah, just that's court systems one. in general. It's hard. I... For me, it's hard because, you know, I don't really know the answer. Maybe I'm not smart enough to know the answer or whatever. Yeah. But, like, I, I think about it all the time. Like, is prison the right way to go? Is throwing people in cages where... But also, I think the prison, prison system would be a lot different in Ancapistan than it is in the United States as we see it today. But, yeah. uh, so, like, that's why I don't know if it would be better or worse to still throw people in cages. But my thing is, is, like... As we see it today and as we know it today, people that go to prison for any reason, regardless of what it is, for any amount of time, especially, you know, once you're pushing three months and over, mm -hmm. it's you, it, you get sucked into the, especially if it's prison, like actual prison, not just going to jail. You have to spend a couple weeks in jail or whatever like that, like the local jail or yeah. the like level one prison but whatever you it's for a DUI offense you don't have the money to pay for it so you spend six months in a, a jail cell yeah you know like not even those but like you know once it's like three months and above you you kind of have to you have to sacrifice your morals in our prison system at this point that's the only way to survive mm -hmm. and I don't think that's the way prison should be ran yeah and most of them are labeled like rehabilitation centers yeah and there's nothing rehabilitating about that. Yeah. I mean, if anything, you go to prison and you... And, I mean, it's, it's very... The more, majority are second offenders. Yeah. Majority of them go you back don't have to prison. Choice. I mean, just from a personal example, my uh, my mom's stepdad, he... 
Um, I mean, he, like, a lot of time, he was in and out of prison for multiple different reasons. I think mainly because of DUIs, but uh, he would get out, try to find a job, couldn't find a job. And Start then, getting drunk. And then just, well, then he said, like, oh, it's time for me to go back home. And he was literally referring to going back to prison because he couldn't find a job. He couldn't do anything. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, this guy is obviously, like, this guy was a terrible, terrible person. Not a good person at all. Right. But it just shows that, like, some a lot of people's mindset is that if they can't make it in normal society, then they can just go back to prison. I mean, you get three meals a day. You have a place to sleep. A lot of them get, you know, different entertainment now, like TV or video games or internet even. Yeah. And, I mean... And I'm not saying that it they should limit those things or not limit those things. I don't fucking know what the best yeah, answer I have, is. I have no idea. But at either. the same time, it's like, I mean, we how many guys do we know from the Marine Corps that did the same fucking thing? They yeah. got out and they couldn't function outside yeah. of the military. A lot of them. Never, I mean, I wouldn't say a lot of my friends, but I not a lot of my sure friends, but I know a lot of couple people. Went to I know prison. a few people that mm-hmm. like they weren't necessarily my friends, but I know plenty of people that could not function outside of the military. Yeah, and so they went back in, and it's like. Uh, yeah, you I know mean, it's it's one of those things where when you when you see when you see um, abusive relationships, whether it's you know domestic or power, mm-hmm. like you see the victim of those relationships always want to go back, and you yeah. know we kind of had the same thing when we first got out where it's like, fuck, dude, like living out here is kind of hard. Yeah, like, living outside sucks. of the military sucks. You have a lot I more mean, it's bills. A com- it's a completely change in. It's a, the Everything environment is you. completely different. It's culture shock. It's honestly culture shock because first off, like, we decided to go to school right afterwards. Yeah. And it was like, if if it wasn't for us three living together, I probably would have gone back in because I would have yeah. been like, fuck this. I don't want to go to school. None of these people have anything in common with me. Mm-hmm. I can't say anything because if I do, I'm labeled like a fucking crazy person. And everyone and at, thinks and the point, same in college. Yeah. Like, like everyone no, thinks the same. The group think is fucking real. But it's like, you know, like with these systems, these systems in place by the federal government or, you know, by state governments, what have you, like they, they're not efficiently doing the things that they're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, it's like with felonies. If you have a felony and you go to prison and do your time, then you should have no repercussions after that. Like, you did your sentence. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, if you get a DUI, it's like seven years before the DUI comes out for your... Yeah. And it's like, all right, then what was the point of me going to jail? Yeah. What was the point of me paying all that money? Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I serve my sentence, my sentence should be served and all of that should be gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't understand this. And that's why... I think one of the reasons why I wanted to bring up this story with the Innocence Project is like the the system itself is fucking corrupt and we need to get people to understand that the system is corrupt mm-hmm. because it absolutely is. And how are we like where we move forward from here is very important. Yeah. And Especially with 2020 the way it's been. And it's not it's not like they're like doing things messed up and like things just don't go exactly at a plan. No, it's like it's like people's lives that they're messing with. Yeah. Like I have no I I mean, I don't really know, but I don't know how much eight years of my life would cost. I mean, that would right. be 
from time I was 18 till now would be eight years. And that's, that's a lot, lot fucking happened. That's a lot that happened. I was, I mean, I was in and out of the Marine Corps and went to college. You graduated high school, joined the Marine Corps. Yeah. Went to college, dropped out of college. Yeah. Have a job that's a major career. Yeah. That could end up being coming a major Maybe, career. Maybe, yeah. Same thing with me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all the same. Yeah, we're in the we're in the stepping stones of our career, our young adult life, and like to if to replace that with a prison sentence, like I don't even know how. Like, I, how do you like? Especially a prison sentence for something like marijuana. Yeah, like you like could go to like crazy. some like one of us if we decided to have marijuana on us in the fucking car because we like to smoke on the weekends. Like I, me personally, I'm not a big fucking fan. Like I just freak out and go to sleep, and it, but like. You know, if I decided or I was getting it for a friend or something like that, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and I had marijuana on me in a fu- in my car mm-hmm. and then the next and even if I wasn't going to do it and I was going to sell it to another consenting adult yeah. that wanted to do it. Yeah. I could go to the prison for a long fucking time. Yeah. And that's insane to me, especially yeah. four years, three years, two years, a year of your life out of like a year out of your life is an insane amount of time and then you come out labeled this as a whole terrible year, person this, this whole year we've done this podcast mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys have heard like the way our lives have changed in this entire year based off of us talking about it yeah. briefly here and there through the podcast it's changed a lot and it's like to just lose it over something as simple as not hurting anybody and making a uh a business deal with another voluntary human being. Yeah. Like that just seems insane to me. Yeah, it is. It's fucking insane. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I mean, you tell these stories and people see these stories and they're just like, Oh my God, that's terrible. But it's not the norm. That's but, an extreme. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, no, this is the norm. Yeah. Like, I mean, this happens this has been the all norm. the time. I think, I think the FBI even put out, it was like a million people are in jail for non-violent drug-related crimes. Like, non-violent. Like, that is a huge... That's a huge... That means get, that, those thing. are, like, getting pulled over or stopped yeah. on the street and having marijuana, cocaine, LSD, yeah. ecstasy, MDMA mm-hmm. on you. Yeah. Like, that's that's what it is. Yeah. And now you have to spend an X amount of years of your life literally behind bars, and then you come out... And you're not going to have your job. And you still have seven years. It's your like another seven-year sentence on top of that. Yeah. Before it gets you probably have to dropped check away from your record. Parole officer. Parole officer all the time. And, and you maybe you're under house arrest. Like, there's just so much that goes into it. And the thing that I'm saying is that not that, that it's not right so much. It's like that shouldn't be the way that it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like you – like, I – with the United States that we have it as of today, it's like you commit a crime, you have to pay your penance or whatever. Yeah. You know, I fucking get that. Do the crime, do the time. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, come on now. Like if I did the time, I shouldn't have any more penance. Why am I getting another seven year sentence on top of my sentence? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing with like the the government is very uh, what's what's the word? It's basically, uh, it labels everybody under this umbrella. And there's a lot of exceptions under the umbrella that, like, don't, like, I don't really think they apply. Like, the big yeah. one, for example, is, like, being registered sex offender. 
when you're 15, you get nudes from your 14-year-old girlfriend. Yeah, you shouldn't be a sex offender. I, I don't think you're a sex offender because you're a teenager and you want to look at boobs. Yeah. And Boobs. And, uh, but, I mean, I mean, I've seen, I mean, hell, when I was in high school, because there was a girl in my high school that her picture, nude picture got sent around the high school. I mean, it's fucking high school. And they showed yeah. us a video of a kid that was like 17 years old and he was on Dr. Phil and he was a registered sex offender. Because he had pictures of his... It was like 18, I think. Well, that's the thing that I have a problem with, where it's like 18 to 17 or 18 to 16, and you've gone to school together for yeah. your entire lives or yeah. whatever. Grew up and, together. Yeah. yeah, grew up together. Or not even that. You guys started dating when one was 16. When you were in junior, and, and he, she was a freshman. Yeah. And you're dating another year, so you're a senior, and she's a sophomore. And you turn... And then like, say you date another year, you're out of probably starting college or starting a job, whatever... And she's a junior in high school. Like, and you get a nude picture from her. Like, should you go to jail or should you be labeled a sex, sex offender, offender for or the fucking, rest of your life? Have no, a sign in your front yard. And you can't be so close to, like, a school or a park or all these things. Yeah. And then there's radars where people know exactly where you, where you live, live and what you did. What you did. And, like, it probably doesn't even specifically say how old you were. It probably just says, had. Child pornography, pornography, like straight up yeah. child pornography. Yeah, and it's because like it's a very, very broad way of yeah. punishing people. Like, and that's the thing. I, I mean, we talk about it all the time. Where it's like you can't judge. You can't. You can't blanket stroke everything. You can't brush stroke everything. Like, you yeah, can't, it's not like that. We and have I, to take things as an individual basis. Yeah, and I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Especially when I was growing up. I mean, if I heard someone was a felon. Of any kind, doesn't matter what the they were automatically bad. They were a bad person. Yeah, and I avoided. I'd either avoid them, or really wouldn't take whatever they said in consideration because I was like, "That's a fucking criminal." Yeah, it's a terrible person. And then, uh, but you know, as I get older and I see people labeled with whatever, like I have to know. Like I can't what you just, did. <laughs> I can't just fucking be like. Like, I gotta know if it's legitimate or not. Like, that's yeah. that's my take is now it's like, a, just because you're labeled a felon doesn't mean you're a bad person. And the same thing with, like, being dishonorably discharged from the military. When, you know, I, I mean, when I was first in, I would always think that people that were dishonorably discharged were, like, either a pussy or they weren't, they, they fucking, I don't know, they were just terrible. Like, they did something awful. Like, I don't know. They didn't live up to the standard of being a fucking Marine. Like, I, I don't fucking know. But now... When I hear people that are like dishonorably discharged or any other sort of discharge that's not honorable, I gotta fucking ask because like sometimes in my mind, I would I understand that like I understand why they did that or yeah I understand like all that fucking sucks like even like um like I mean I I know if, I have a few friends that have felonies and most of them are drug related yeah absolutely like, or or some of them are DUI related. Yeah. And no one, no one ever got hurt. Um, they and just got caught. They just got caught on their way home. And so it's just like all these things. It's like I don't necessarily think that makes people a bad person. No. It just, I mean, maybe in some cases you could say that was like a dumb thing to do. Yeah, it's dumb. And or, it's not smart. And not, it endangers yeah. other people. Mm -hmm. But you didn't hurt anybody. Yeah. That's the big thing. Like, like it doesn't. There's no victim. There's and no I, victim. That's the important part. It, it, arguably, 
like arguably you're the victim now yeah because you are being kidnapped and thrown into a room that you can only leave when they tell you to and you can't get out of the entire building until like eight years from now and then seven years after that eight years you can't get a job that'll pay you decent and you have to live in a halfway house for the rest of your life yeah or or you, or you go back to fucking back, prison oh yeah or you get back to prison because you're selling drugs again or doing whatever they put you there in the first place yeah and it's, it's weird now because if you went to jail like 10 years ago for, in California for weed which there's probably still some people in jail now you can get out and start your own fucking business literally start a business and yeah, selling weed yeah dude fucking like, for that's real. fucking insane it's like our buddy his dad that fucking went to prison because he was the biggest drug dealer in Hawaii yeah and like he like you know let himself get caught at one point and then was like you know I'll serve my time came out became a pastor it's completely fucking legal now yeah and he had like this horrible record yeah he's still labeled a felon yeah and and guess what that thing is legal now and it's like what's what what did that do what did that do for anybody yeah like I I I don't know it's just one of those I I don't know it's just one of those things that's hard. Like, I mean, the biggest argument I always see is, like, what about the kids? And it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. If it like, just saves one life. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, go the, fuck yourself. That's what everyone says. But if you're ruining people's lives that are potentially innocent or non-violent in the process, I don't see how that that is a good. Yeah, it's not. Well, and I think that's the importance of what the Innocence Project is doing. Yeah. And you guys should definitely listen to the Joe Rogan episode because I think that I have to go listen to it. Typo was telling me about it and it made me really want to listen to it. It's really good. But, um, you know, Joe Rogan is now posting fucking every day about yeah. um, people that he believes should be uh, released. Yeah, I mean, Joe Rogan said it on... It's mostly, it, mostly drug offenders. Yeah, it, it, apparently that this project really hit him and he... Uh, he didn't realize how screw up the justice system is, and that's why I think you guys should listen to that episode and then tell your friends too. It's really fucking good. It's and, like it's you know, like sad. All right, so if somebody as much as Joe Rogan has been like a supporter of police and things like that, yeah, like if he can be like, oh shit, this really changed my views. Maybe that's the way we start fucking changing views is with stories like this and yeah. maybe we get involved with things like this mm-hmm. and like you know it kind of makes me want to get involved with things like this somehow yeah. in some way and I just think I thought that was important so I don't know that's all I got man yeah that's the fucking shit show I don't think we were as funny this time it was more kind of serious today <laughs> we were funny at the beginning serious at the end yeah I know we we're, we're fucking fucking up our label as a comedy podcast I know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly I still alright so we're getting a website thanks to one of the viewers yeah great guy really yeah. building a website for us so uh, when that comes out we'll tell you and we'll give him all the publicity airtime that he wants because he created a fucking website for us yeah um, we, we couldn't do that dude <laughs> yeah. yeah I tried at the beginning of this and I was like I, well I only spent like 15 to 20 minutes on it and I was like yeah I'm good I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't even know how I want this to look, so fuck this. But we're getting a website, and things like this are going to be things that I want to be putting up where it's like, this is happening. Yeah, yeah, you know, and we should get behind this. Because I know, like, everybody wants, how do we get our ideal into the mainstream, or how do we get our ideal 
to come to fruition mm-hmm. and it's like this is how we do it and I'm gonna put things like I wanna put things like that on there yeah so, for sure and I think from what these guys sound like and obviously we're gonna look more into them see where the kind of like where their political leanings are at um I mean, it'd be fucking awesome to get them on our show, but... Yeah, they were going to be on our show, but... Uh, uh, Joe Rogan Joe, took them from Joe us. Joe Rogan took so. that failing podcast, took it from us. <laughs> yeah, Joe Rogan's failing podcast <laughs> stole our guests from us. But, yeah. you know, like, I, it'd be I, it'd be really cool to get into contact with people that are actually doing things like that. And I want to be... I want to get involved personally with things like this. Yeah, and for sure. And I think that's how we bring about... The ideals, like we just have to be better than everybody. We have to be better, like not like me and typo, but like in general, libertarians have to be better than Democrats and Republicans. Yeah, we have to show them that we're better, so that I think you and I, we just had this whole conversation about it, about all this, where it's like we have to be better. That's our only option mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, like that's our only option. Like the only option we have is to be better than everybody. So when everybody's like, man these people are really nice or these people are really fucking, they do some awesome things for our community and then they talk to you and you're like, I don't believe in the fucking US government. <laughs> They're like, holy shit, I wonder why. He's such a good person. Why wouldn't he believe in this glorious, amazing government that's yeah. called democracy in the United States of America? And it's like, because they're horrible, murdering, pedophilia, <laughs> inflated people. Blood-soaked monsters. And that's how we get them. We be better. And so I think we should get involved in more things like this as long as it sticks with our principles and our ideals. And, I mean, it's like Dave Smith said. If we could get anybody on the libertarian ticket that was end the war on drugs and end the war on terrorism, that's more libertarian than any president has ever been in the history of the United States. Yeah, for sure. So, um... That's all I got to say. Follow me on Twitter at Keep It Real Loop. Follow me on Instagram at Keep It Real Loop. You can follow the podcast at Biting Bullet Pod on Instagram and Biting Bullet Podcast on Twitter. I think it's just Biting Bullet Pod. Yeah, I think it's just Biting Bullet Pod. Yeah, follow us there. Um, typo, you got any last words? Follow me on Twitter at The Real Typo. Um, uh, also, uh, actually, someone in our Discord threw up the idea of us uh, doing a review on one of the com- on a couple of the Commandant's reading lists for the Marine Corps. Oh, yeah. That sounds so, fun. Without telling you what we're doing or anything, but uh, I think we're actually going to take that advice. So thank you. I forgot who it was in our Discord, but we're going to... You're awesome. <laughs> we're going to look at a couple of their books, and I'm pretty sure... We're going to pick the... For the first one, we're going to pick the easiest one. And so, the one that they literally make every Marine yeah, read. Yeah, everyone has to read. So I'm pretty sure you guys can figure out that. With At least time, if you're a Marine. With those clues. Um, so, yeah. We're going to we're gonna. I think that, that might be a thing that we do. You know, we'll read a book, review it. How does it pertain to libertarianism? Yeah. How absolutely it doesn't pertain to libertarianism. It's like Ender's Game, dude. Oh, that was one of my favorites. And it was on the Commandant's reading list. That's actually, yeah. And that was one of the best books. And it's a giant anti-war book. But it was, and this just goes to show, sorry, but this just goes to show how the Marine Corps is fucking retarded. Yeah. Because it's a giant anti-war book, but it's on there because of tactics and perseverance. And it's like. It's like, sure. It's like, oh, you guys didn't read the book, did you? Yeah. (laughs) Because that's not what it's about at all. Yeah, I don't really. 
Yeah, I don't know. There's a couple on there that I'm just I'm a little confused that they're on there. There's some that it's like clearly like okay, I get that one. But uh, yeah, so we're gonna be uh, trying to do that soon. And we got some movie reviews coming up. Yeah, promise, promise. We got movie movie reviews coming up for all of our Patreon subscribers. Yeah. So yeah, that's another thing too. I mean, we might do a movie review and give it to the public, but uh, most of our movie reviews going forward are going to be, be Patreon. Patreon only. So. If you want to join our Patreon, <laughs> you can join Patreon at patreon.com slash biting the bullet. For a measly $2, you can become a Patreon. $2 a month. Yeah. Get our Discord. Get our Patreon. We do live shows sometimes. We're going to get back into those. Yeah. That's on our Discord. The only way to get to our Discord is through Patreon. Is become a Patreon subscriber. Nerds, we're fucking capitalists. Fuck you. Yeah. You got to pay us now. If you weren't here in the beginning, you got to pay for it now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the fucking shit show. Hope you guys enjoyed. We out.